Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, we have all witnessed the exponential growth in online shopping that has occurred this year, but how is Unpost coping with this increase and does it signal a long-term shift in its business from letters to parcels? Unpost recently announced that it was opening a new €30 million e-commerce processing centre in Dublin and I'm now joined by Garrett Bridgman, the Managing Director of Unpost's Mails and Parcels business, to discuss this development. Garrett, start by providing us with the background to your decision to open a second automated parcel hub in Dublin. Well, Carl, as you can imagine, our business has gone through a significant transformation in the last number of years. What we've seen is we've seen our letter volumes half in the last 10 years, but we've also seen that our parcel volumes and online shopping is growing at a rate of 30% per annum. So as part of a strategic review undertaking in 2016, we really decided that we would significantly move the business from the old world of letters into the new world of parcels and e-commerce. And really, there was a number of planks to that strategy. And one was to open a fully automated parcel campus uh, in Dublin on an existing site that traditionally did sort uh, letters. So what we've done is the first part of that centre was opened in November of last year. Uh, And this year, just a number of weeks ago, we opened our second uh, automated centre, completing a €30 million investment in parcel automation at this site. So talk to us about the enhanced capabilities which this new process centre will have. So the centre itself um, uses the latest uh, automated parcel sortation technology, which uses um, uh, cross-belt scanning and uh, sortation. And basically, it uses the latest digital address recognition software and allows us to sort a parcel without annual, any manual intervention from arriving into the centre down to its local delivery office anywhere in the country. And both, between both machines, we can sort about 300 to 350,000 parcels a night. And traditionally, the festive season is on Post's busiest period in the year for the delivery of parcels. But did the initial lockdown back in March mean that Christmas came early for the postal service this year? When the lockdown came in late March, uh, we did see a huge increase in people shopping online. You know, people uh, couldn't get to the shops. They were staying in their homes and following the guidelines. So we did see a huge increase in online shopping. What we saw was the increase was about 100% from April onwards. Uh, And then when we went out of lockdown in the summer, that dropped maybe to about uh, 80% up on last year. But what we've seen really since late October is since we went back into lockdown, Uh, Given the time of year we're at, we've seen that uh, physical stores have had to shut their door. They've moved very heavily online and Irish people are getting a bit nervous about Christmas coming down the road and not getting their their presents in time. So we've seen a huge increase in online shopping in the last number of weeks. And Garrett, has that resulted in delayed deliveries? Our staff have had to work, and and really this was our top priority, was the health and safety of our staff and our customers. So what we've had to do is put in protocols around staggered start times, you know, reduce staff numbers in certain areas. And this, coupled with a huge increase in volume, has resulted in some delays. And what we've seen is that, you know, items are getting delayed a little bit, taking a little bit longer to get uh, delivered. And, you know, it's really... It's, it's, it's taking maybe sometimes three to four days to get an item as opposed to getting it the next day. But we'd say to our customers not to worry that we have it in hand with our automated centre, you know, our 5,000 postmen and women throughout the country. They're mobilised like never before 
and we will get their parcels to our customers, so, so they shouldn't be worried. We have heard in recent years that the traditional business had been struggling financially and hence we witnessed hikes in the price of postage. Do you think that with increasing parcel volumes that a price hike for parcels will be inevitable? When we look at in terms of the, the price of postage, um, you know, I would look at our European counterparts and, and we would uh, meet regularly. And the price of postage throughout the world and throughout Europe has increased uh, in the last number of years and that's really due to the economics of if there's less of something, you're going to charge more for it. But um, So we've seen increases in letters you know, uh, worldwide. In terms of parcels, uh, parcel is, um, at the moment, we obviously we, will, we, will, we look at our pricing and we change our pricing in line with cost increases. We've no planned uh, parcel price increases at this time. Well, Garrett, there's no disputing that the parcel delivery market here in Ireland is highly competitive. So how does OnPost stay ahead of the competition? Yes, it's very interesting. It is an incredibly competitive market. There's a number of players uh, in, in the market who provide a great service. And um, the way we stay ahead is, is, is being the best. You know, I have worked in Unpost over 20 years and our staff are second to none. And, and I think, you know, this, by having the staff we have, by having the technology we have, by having a, you know, a fleet which is, you know, increasingly, increasingly electric and sustainable, by having a great service, by having all of these things uh, really will help us stay ahead of competition. And But it really is, that's our strategy. Now, Garrett, you have access to more information about parcel delivery than anybody in the country. And I'm interested to find out, in terms of the origins of the parcels that are arriving into your processing centres, what percentage of these are coming from Irish companies as opposed to international retailers and e-commerce giants such as Amazon and eBay? Yeah, that's a very interesting one, actually, because I've seen a big shift and, and uh, you know, I've been close to parcel traffic I- I coming into Ireland and being delivered in Ireland for the last number of years. And what I found was that early on when, when we started, when Ireland started seeing a growth in online shopping, it was heavily influenced by the UK. Uh, and as people would be buying from Amazon, they'd be buying from, you know, they'd be the kind of large customers that, that we'd all know. But what's happened in recent years is that the Irish retailers have, have upped their game incredibly, and it's been great for us to see. And we work with an awful lot of Irish uh, companies who've seen big growth. More recently, since lockdown, in fact, it has had a massive transformation. And I would say that the traffic we carry now would be 50-50 from outside of uh, Ireland to um, traffic which originates inside Ireland. And there's a lot of great companies and there's even small companies. We're seeing a boom in small companies, even even ones around the Wexford region in terms of companies like Carrick John or Cavanagh's Gifts and Enniscorty or The Dress Room and Gory. All of these companies might be small companies, but they've gone online and Irish people are buying more online. So that's a very heartening thing to do. And, you know, for all your listeners, listeners, I would encourage to try and buy Irish this year because never has been more important for us to support the Irish retailers, small to medium size. So we should all try and buy Irish this year. If you were to go off and set up a retail business today, knowing what you know about what's coming in from the UK market, is there any particular product categories that stand out to you that you feel are not met by the Irish retailers? If I look at international brands coming through, it would be that, that, that aren't covered more so by Irish brands. It would probably be technology uh, in terms of, you know, from large companies such as, say, an Amazon or a Dyson or whatever. But in terms of, um, but besides that market, Irish brands seem to be covered quite well. And even in, in products like large clothing, and it's not just local-made goods. We have people like Beauty Features and Eye Clothing and other uh, retailers who sell, who sell 
large quantities of fashionable goods, high fashion to uh, Irish customers. And what about the opposite way? So if you were to look at Irish retailers exporting out of Ireland, what are you seeing in that respect? What products and what retail categories are they getting traction in? There's a, it, across the board, it can be a lot of different things. I think when they, we've seen some huge success stories and small companies selling quite uh, niche goods. Uh, a, big, a good example would be the likes of, say, Mixed Garage, who you've probably heard of, who sell car parts, uh, who started out as a small company in, in the west of Ireland and who have become a huge brand. So there's small little niche markets, but um, it's a, really across the board. There's an eclectic uh, group of Irish companies who sell everything, every single thing you can imagine to uh, international brands. And I'm just wondering, as I'm sitting here speaking to you this morning, is there an opportunity for Unpost to work closely with, say, the local enterprise offices with assisting local Irish businesses develop a footprint online with a view to selling online more effectively? Yeah, so this is one area that we're actually looking at. Um, we do work with a lot of Irish businesses and a lot of Irish SMEs. You can come onto our website and find uh, different uh, areas of, uh, to help them out with. One thing we are looking into is looking at becoming a pick-and-pack operator for small to, Irish, uh, small to medium-sized Irish business, where we would, hold Irish go- we would hold goods and people's stock, and as orders come in online, we would pick it and pack it and post it for them. Now, it's said that it takes 60 days to change a habit. Do you expect the increase in online shopping that occurred during the lockdown to continue well into 21 and beyond? And has Unpost made any projections in this regard? Yeah, well, that's actually very interesting. So, uh, as, as I've been following uh, online shopping for a number of years now, what, what basically happens is people, bu- people go and they start buying online and then they realize this is actually really good. I'm getting uh, a variety. I'm getting, you know, I can check, I can check prices. Uh, it, 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 it's time saver. I can do it while I'm sitting at home or I don't have to go down to the shops and all of these things. So once people start buying online, they kind of, they're kind of sucked in, and, and that's what we've noticed, and that's why it's grown 30% year on year for the last number of years. So I was, we were doing some research with our colleagues and international colleagues, and the estimation is that of the new growth that has happened in online shopping, 70% of it will remain. So we're really projecting that the growth we've seen this year is fairly significant and is something that, that you know, was unforeseen and, and we didn't imagine, but we are anticipating that up to 70% of that will remain in our plans and we're planning for that for next year and into the future. And of course Brexit is drawing ever closer and for many businesses and consumers this will bring about changes in terms of ordering from the UK. How is Unpost preparing for this change, Garrett? So we've been working on a Brexit ready plan for the last two years. We've put significant arrangements in place. Uh, essentially what we've done is we've put um, technology in place and that's the big big winner for for everybody here because the goal is to make this as seamless as possible for Irish customers and what we've done is with uh, large UK retailers that we'd handled so people like Marks and Spencers uh, we we mentioned Amazon other brands like Zara and all of these kind of customers we're working with all of them and we've come up with most of them is a delivery duty pay model so what will happen is that when you buy from one of these UK brands when you're going through the checkout online the tax and the VAT and all of that will be built into the price and it'll be seamless for you. So when that comes to Ireland and goes through our automated sorting machine, it'll be seamless and they'll say, this has come for, the duties are paid on it and we'll send it straight to the customer. So that really is, that will count for most of the online shopping that comes into Ireland because Brexit really only, it doesn't affect letters, it only affects goods. 
What advice have you got for Irish retailers listening to this morning's show that want to maximise this online selling opportunity? Well, the one thing I'd say to people is, and this is, this is very heartening for me when I see the brands coming through, you don't have to have a, a big, sophisticated website. You don't have to have, uh, you know, you know this, 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 you know, spend thousands of euros on a website. What I would say to people is go on to OnPost.com. We have a, a, a section on our website um, on OnPost Commerce which shows people how to get online. And it might be a small website. It might be, you might even just start promoting your, 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 uh, your, your product to, uh, in leaflets going through the door, telling people to ring your shop and you can take orders over the phone. So what I'd say to everybody is to go to opost.com, you see what's available. There's government grants available to companies even to get their websites developed. So I'd say is go online. If you get any, if any business, no matter what their size, if they have any questions about how to get online, is to ring on post. We'll, we're there. We'll help you. We'll walk you through the process. If you're a very small customer, one or two parcels a day, we can sign you up to our Advantage card where you get a 25% reduction in your, your parcel labels. If you're someone with more parcels than that, we'll do a deal and we'll get you even a, we'll get you a bigger discount on your parcels. So that's what I'd say. Any doubt, contact your local, um, as I said, co- co- go to on We'll give you all the information and we'll help you and walk you through the process. And Garrett, as we speak here on the 5th of December, in your opinion, has Unpost already seen deliveries of online purchases peak for Christmas 2020? It happens quite similarly every year. What happens is generally around Black Friday, um, uh, it peaks in terms of people buying their, their, their Christmas gifts and, and, and everything. So what we've seen now is that the volumes are starting to recede a bit, but people are sending so many cards now. And this is fantastic because I've seen a big increase in people sending cards and gifts to each other, um, you know, because they haven't been able to see each other because of the lockdown and it's great to see people are now sending gifts, you know, boxes, people sending things to their grandparents, grandparents sending things to their grandchildren. Uh, so we're seeing lots of that. Um, but um, in terms of the, the online shopping has come down somewhat um, following uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Garrett Bridgman, the Managing Director of Unpost's Mails and Parcels business. And I would like to thank Garrett for discussing recent developments with the Postal Service with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.